0: welcome to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Stephanie Johnston, your host and founder of the Journey to Health and Happiness. I'm a former corporate ladder climber turned health coach on a mission to lead women ready to step to the edge of their lives to welcome in more fulfillment, more health, and most importantly, more joy in their midlife. Each week, I'll be bringing you juicy conversations with incredible women who are stepping to the edge of their lives, rebelling against the narrative, and bravely going after what they desire in their work and their lives. I'll also be dropping in here solo to share thoughts and practical tips to encourage you to activate more health, happiness, and joy in your life. If you're ready to step to the edge, if you're desiring more out of this season of life, I invite you to stick around. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnston, your host, and I am so excited to have you join me for this episode of the podcast. Valentine's Day is just a couple of weeks away, and honestly, it's hard to miss, right? All of the aisles in the grocery store, the dollar store, the pharmacy, and most of the stores in the mall are filled with row upon row of chocolates, cards, and decor. Now, I know there are those of you out there who love Valentine's Day, and yes, I am in that camp. If you know me or you've been listening to the podcast for a while, this should not surprise you. I love Hallmark movies, I love happy endings, I love love. In fairness, my husband and I got engaged on Valentine's Day, so it holds a very special place in my heart. Yes, it was absolutely adorable. He proposed over waffles and mimosas first thing in the morning, and then we jetted off to Disney World, one of my favorite places on earth. It was absolutely magical. But I also acknowledge that not everyone has the same feelings about Valentine's Day as I do. And that's okay, because today I'm going to dive into a topic I believe will be powerful for all of us. Today I want to talk about self-love. When I looked up the definition of self-love, it says, regard for one's own well-being and happiness. When I read that, immediately the word regard jumped off the page of me. What does it mean to have regard for one's own well-being and happiness? So you know me, I went back to the dictionary. Yes, I love to look up the meaning of words. And here is what I found. Attention to or concern for something. High opinion, liking and respect, esteem. Okay, now I feel like we're getting somewhere to pay attention, to have concern for, to hold a high opinion of, to like, to respect, to hold in high esteem. Did you actually know that high esteem, when you look it up in the dictionary, means to hold in high respect and admire? Wow. I don't know about you, but when I hear those definitions, when I read those words, when I say them out loud, when I listen to them, truly listen to them, and I think of them in terms of how I care for myself, what I think about myself, the decisions I make for myself, it gives me reason to pause. Pause with me for a minute and let's get curious, not from a place of judgment, but just curiosity. When you consider how you think of yourself, do you hold yourself in high esteem? Do you respect yourself? Do you admire yourself? If I'm being honest, I think it depends on the day. There are days when I feel like I am winning at life, and frankly, there are days when I feel like I'm not. I suspect you may experience the same shift in feelings. It's almost like a sliding scale. As I was researching this topic, I came across a passage that landed the idea of self-love for me. It says, self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual health. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. Ooh, that's... Juicy, right? Okay, what most resonated for you in that passage? For me, it's about not sacrificing and not settling. As a woman, I believe we are natural caregivers, and I all too often see this manifest in women sacrificing what they want in their life and especially in their health for what others want. Mothers who pour into their families and leave no space to pour into themselves, women believing they need to do it all. In my professional career, I witnessed this and I actually lived it. Women work so hard with incredible passion and drive for their work, using every spare moment to care for their families and leaving no time for what lights them up. If I think back to myself 10 years ago, if you had asked me what brings me joy, I'm not sure I could even answer the question. It's not that I was unhappy. I was thriving at work. I loved my family, but I left little time for myself. I wasn't prioritizing my health, that's for sure. And self-love, I don't think was even something that was on my radar. And just a quick caveat here. To say that I believe in and more. So as I'm talking about women who are pursuing a career and a family and looking for more and fulfillment, I want you to know that this is a belief that I hold deep. This is a belief that we can have all that we desire and more. Each of us has the capacity for ultimate and optimal health, a fulfilling career, vibrant relationships, and More if that is what we desire and we choose. I do not believe in sacrifice. I believe in abundance. Now, with that said, as I was thinking about this topic and getting curious with myself, I started to think about when I feel my best. What do I know now that I didn't know then? Or more accurately, I knew, but I didn't practice. Isn't that the truth? I mean, sometimes we know. What we can do for ourselves that will raise our vibration, that will have us feeling stronger and healthier in our bodies, that we know will lead us to joy and fulfillment, but we choose not to practice those things. Remember that passage I just shared? Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. So what are the actions? What do I do on the days when feelings of self-love are at their strongest? And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with the term self-love, maybe it's not resonating with you. I encourage you to think back to the definitions I shared. You could replace self-love with admire, respect, like, love, confidence in oneself. Choose words that resonate for you. This is really to be in support of you. What I came up with didn't surprise me. There are practices, habits, and rituals that I maintain that when I am fully living into them, I feel like I'm truly showing love for myself. These are the days, the seasons when I feel my best inside and out. And so today I'm going to share a few practices that I've adopted that are supporting me in deeply falling in love with the woman I am and the woman I am becoming. I share these with you today in hopes that they will serve you. I hope that as you listen, an idea is sparked or a thought drops in that encourages you to practice a little bit more self-love. Okay, let's get started. First up, affirmations. I'm sure most of us have heard of and even tried positive affirmations. Self-help books promote the power of affirmations all the time. But if you've never tried affirmations, admittedly, it could feel a little awkward at first facing yourself in the mirror, telling yourself how awesome you are, but stick with me. I promise you, it gets easier the more you practice, and I encourage you to have some fun along the way. Don't take yourself so seriously. I also feel it's important to share that there is actual science behind the power of affirmations. This isn't just woohoo, but you know. I'm here for the magic too. It is said that affirmations have a crucial influence on the reward systems within the brain and that those practices, uh, those who practice positive affirmations are better able to protect themselves against negative thoughts. Affirmations have also been linked to reduced levels of stress, higher self-esteem, and improved achievement. Hi, friends, self-love. Isn't that what we're talking about? Reduced levels of stress, higher self-esteem, improved achievement, fulfillment in our life. Let's look at a couple of the benefits a little deeper. So reduced negative thoughts. Since many of our thoughts are subconscious, positive affirmations allow us to become more aware of our thought patterns and our feelings. This reduces the risk of allowing negative thought patterns to take form. Those negative thought patterns are those limiting beliefs, those ideas that pop up, that negative Nancy voice that you may hear when you have a new idea or where you set a goal for yourself. And then suddenly there's this little negative Nancy voice that's like, you can't do that. You've never done that. You're too old. You're too young. You're too skinny. You're too fat. You're too tall. Whatever it is, that negative little voice. And so affirmations can be really supportive in reducing those negative thoughts. One of the other benefits is keeping the small things in perspective. We often take for granted the small things. Using positive affirmations allows us to remember how important the small things are. For example, if you're healthy, you may not appreciate it. But by using an I am healthy affirmation, you can focus on and appreciate it. This also ties into gratitude, which is something I am so passionate about teaching about and speaking about the power of gratitude on your mental and physical health can be incredible. In terms of self love, a practice of positive affirmations can help you to reinforce positive thoughts about yourself. Remember, self love is about admiring yourself, having respect for yourself, and holding yourself in high esteem. And when those pesky limiting beliefs that we all have pop up, positive affirmations, in my experience, can help to reframe and reset your thought patterns. This is about speaking onto yourself positive words positive affirmations. This is about believing in yourself, admiring yourself. And sometimes, and maybe when you're just getting started, it can be just words. But I promise you, as you practice consistency, as you are disciplined in this practice around positive affirmations, it begins to set in. We are resetting neural pathways. It's an incredible, incredible Incredible practice with such beautiful benefits. So, here are some examples of affirmations you may want to try out. I believe in, trust, and have confidence in myself. I am at ease. All is well. I am strong and I am healthy. There are lots of free resources out there and you can even find meditations that guide you through a series of positive affirmations. If you're looking for suggestions, drop me a note. I'd love to share a few of my favorites with you. Okay. So that is positive affirmations. Now we're going to move on to next boundaries. Are you ready? This is a topic I'm super passionate about. I speak about it often with my coaching clients and that is probably because early in my life, I realized now I didn't have any. I had no boundaries. And as I have done the work on myself to heal and grow, I recognize the power of healthy boundaries. So, what do I mean, boundaries? A simple answer saying no is a complete sen- sentence. All too often, I speak with friends and clients who share that they have to do something. They were invited to something or committed to something that they have no desire to do. I mean, think about it. Have you ever done that? Has somebody ever invited you to an event or asked you to support and volunteer at your kid's school? Maybe it was an evening out to a restaurant or an event that you just ugh, immediately felt it in your body like, no, I don't want to do that. But while you're feeling that in your body, what you're saying out loud to this individual is, yeah, sure. I'd love to help. This is an activity that drains you. It drains your energy. And as we look to promote self-love, to admire and respect ourselves, it's about choosing activities that light your soul on fire. And those that deplete your energy are the ones that we want to leave to the side. In my experience, choosing to say yes to activities that deplete you is the opposite of showing respect, admiration, or love for ourselves. Saying yes to something you have no interest in doing out of feelings of obligation, that came up in that very first passage, right? Sacrifice, obligation will only leave you feeling resentful. For me, that's a hard pass. Now, does this mean that sometimes you will disappoint others? Yes but is their happiness your responsibility? No. I know for some of you that may seem harsh, but I'm here to hold a mirror up for you. And with all the love of my heart, I want to remind you that you are your priority. Yes, if you have children and a family and pets, it is your responsibility to keep them alive and fed and well. But I also believe that choosing to say yes to things you don't want to do shifts you out of being the highest version of yourself. And don't you? and your family deserve the highest version of yourself? Now, I will acknowledge that saying no can be hard for some. So here are a couple of tips that may support you. If you're asked to attend an event that you have no interest in attending, try saying, that sounds lovely, but unfortunately, I'm not available for that. Or if you're asked to take on a project and you're already feeling overwhelmed, try, I can't take that on right now. Thank you for thinking of me. And it may also be helpful to remember that saying no to the ask is not saying no to the person. It's not about them. This is about how you most desire to feel. In saying no to whatever the event is or the activity, the project, you're simply saying no to that. You're not saying no to the individual. Okay. So affirmations and boundaries. That's where we're at. So what's next? My next step for. Oh my goodness. (laughs) My next tip for you is a simple one and one you may not be expecting, but in my experience throughout my journey, I have learned it can be so powerful. Give yourself the gift of grace. Life is not a pursuit of perfection. You're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. Self-love is not achieved through perfection. True love, be it for yourself or someone else, is acknowledging all the parts, even the messy bits. Learning to show yourself some grace along the way is necessary. You won't get it right every day. None of us do. But the goal is not to be perfect. The goal is to be real. That woman you see on social media with a perfect looking family, career, and life I'll let you in on a little secret. She's only showing you the good bits. Social media is curated, and it's important to remember that. It doesn't always paint a full picture. So I encourage you, stop judging yourself. Stop comparing yourself. I read somewhere that you cannot compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Isn't that so true? I mean, it happens so often when we are starting out something new. Maybe you've started a new business. Maybe you're a coach or a wellness advocate and you have started out in this new, beautiful business and somebody else is ahead of you on their journey and you keep looking to them and to their success and how they're showing up and you're comparing your beginning to their middle. We look at other women who are successful in living the life we desire, and that can often trigger a shame spiral. Thoughts of lack and fear can bubble up. If you ever experience this, I encourage you to pause. Acknowledge the woman you're looking at is just further along in her journey. And honestly, you don't know the whole story. Shift your perspective. Look at her for inspiration of what is possible and show yourself some grace this may be a good time to practice one of those affirmations we talked about to really practice in that positive self-talk. Okay, friends, affirmations, boundaries, and showing yourself some grace. And I have one final tip for you. I believe this will deeply deepen your sense of self-love, admiration, and joy. I encourage you to do one thing a day you're proud of. This shouldn't surprise anybody who's been listening to the podcast for a while. Obviously, the name of the podcast is Stepping to the Edge with stuff. and I'm always going to encourage you to take that step, to take that action. And so today, as my final tip, I am encouraging you to do one thing a day you're proud of. Maybe that's facing a fear, working on a new hobby or trying a new food or getting in that sweaty workout. The point is to be proud of yourself more often. When you are feeling pride or satisfaction with yourself, you're more positive and more apt to share positivity with others around you. You'll be healthy, confident, and successful. You'll be falling in love with yourself. The bottom line is the road to greater self-love is paved with choices. And I encourage you to choose what lights your soul on fire. And if I can leave you with one message today, that is, it is that you are incredible. You are stronger than you think, and you are worthy of all that you desire. I hope this episode has served you. And maybe as I wrap up, you're considering how you can bring these practices to life for yourself. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. And if this is a topic you'd like to dive into deeper, know that I'm here to support you. I've opened up spaces for one-on-one coaching clients. If you're feeling called to work with me, you can find me on Instagram at stepping to the edge, drop me a note and let's chat. This is a conversation I would love to be in with you. And as always, as I wrap this episode, I want to encourage you to take one small step today in the direction of your dreams, step to your edge and allow yourself to fly. I'm sending much love, my friends. And until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review, then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know will be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.